Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Eliza Barkley, Vox's science, health, and climate editor. This April, our podcasts are teaming up to cover some of the most important issues threatening life on Earth. From sustainability to biodiversity to straight-up cool things about the natural world, we'll focus on our planet and its limits in episodes throughout the month. Tune in to Today Explained, Vox Conversations, The Weeds, Unexplainable, Worldly, Future Perfect, and Vox Quick Hits. Want to listen to all the shows? Find them at Vox.com slash Earth Month. Do you have a gas stove or an electric one? There seems to be this conventional wisdom that gas stoves are better. But are they really? The oil industry has spent decades convincing us that gas stoves are indeed better, especially when it comes to cooking. But gas stoves have a downside. They're very harmful to the environment and maybe to you. Here to explain is Rebecca Lieber, an incoming senior climate reporter here at Vox. She wrote this story back when she was at Mother Jones. Hey, Rebecca. Hey. So tell me exactly why gas stoves are perceived to be better than electric. Like, What's the story of how they became king of the kitchen here. That myth is the result of almost a century of marketing from the gas industry itself. My reporting showed that starting in the 1930s, the industry literally invented the phrase cooking with gas. The world of tomorrow is cooking with gas. Naturally, just as nearly all of America's fine restaurants do, 99% of the restaurants at the New York World's Fair use gas for cooking. And we've seen kind of influencers of the time from the 40s, 50s, 60s marketing the gas stove as superior um, to really pivotal consumers like housewives. Why not have in your own kitchen the same fast, cool, clean, controlled gas cooking that fine chefs insist on? Live modern for less with gas. And now we see that campaign updated for the social media age where the gas industry has infiltrated platforms like Instagram and even Nextdoor to directly market to consumers, telling us that the gas stove is the pivotal kitchen appliance. So how successful would you say this marketing campaign has been? Right. My reporting on um, the Instagram influencers that have been hired by the gas industry really show that the market here is an affluent female-centric consumer base that they're targeting. That actually comes from the gas industry documents themselves. When they're looking at consumers, they want to convince to get behind the gas stove. So we see fashionable young women on Instagram talking about how much they love their gas stove. I think you can see the depths they've gone to convince consumers this is the superior product. And this is all a attempt to kind of create this wedge issue when it comes to these climate battles that we need to be transitioning to cleaner fuels. I think people take for granted that it's a fact that the gas stove is superior for cooking. 
not realizing how much of that stems from marketing and just kind of Mm. word of mouth. But when we think about those assumptions and challenge them, even the very phrase natural gas implies that the fuel is cleaner somehow than other fuels. But that in itself is a kind of marketing scheme that the industry has taken advantage of that we might be biased towards thinking natural gas is cleaner when really it is a major polluting source warming our planet and also contributing to public health problems. Right. I mean, but what percent of, of Americans today uh, use gas stoves? I mean, you, and tell me, like, I'm curious how successful they have been at convincing people that, you know, as you're saying with natural gas, that that is a more natural uh, way to cook. So overall, about 35 percent of Americans use natural gas for their cooking. But when okay. you look at major cities, especially on the coast, that number climbs to well over 70 percent. Interesting. We also see how gas stoves has uh, climbed as a share for newly built housing um, over the past century. So it's actually climbed the last few decades to just about 50% for newly constructed homes. So we see that number actually climbing at a time that we need to be phasing out natural gas and phasing out our addiction to fossil fuels to combat climate change. And when you look at the building sector overall, our climate emissions Mm. actually account for 12% of U.S. greenhouse gas emissions. So this isn't a small number. Right. So what's the big deal here? I mean, uh, if if people feel it somehow makes cooking better, you know, what is the downside? You've kind of obliquely referred to it a few times. Tell me about the environmental impact of gas stoves. So gas is a major contributor to climate change, but also problems that affect public health. The gas stove is uh, emitting a host of dangerous pollutants, just like the tailpipe of your car. So that includes emissions like particulate matter, formaldehyde, carbon monoxide, and nitrogen dioxide. And nitrogen dioxide is of particular concern because it's not regulated indoors. So people don't know the Hmm. amount that is coming from their stove, which can um, be linked to an increased risk of heart attacks and asthma and other respiratory disease. Okay. So scientists have found that these stoves are emitting dangerously high levels of nitrogen dioxide. Um, One study out in California showed that running the stove and oven for 45 minutes can produce pollution levels that are considered illegal outdoors. And one clean air scientist told me that cooking is the number one way you're polluting your home. So it sounds like this is pretty bad. Yeah, it's definitely a problem. I think we're just at the beginning of the public understanding what a big health problem this is. Are policymakers doing anything about that or is it all up to individuals to switch from gas to electric? What can regulators or cities uh, where gas stoves have become much more popular, what are the people in charge doing about this? I think when it comes to climate action, it's always about the policy, not just individual action. So Already, more than 42 municipalities across the country have strengthened their building codes to discourage new hookups to gas lines in new construction. So that movement has been growing, especially into 2021, as cities in Washington State and California and even New York City are looking at how to phase out gas lines in new buildings. A powerful uh, clean air body in California just at the end of last year issued its most aggressive statement yet, saying that California should phase out gas in new construction to protect public health. On the other hand, the industry is fighting aggressively here, and it's not just in marketing. Um, The gas industry has successfully 
passed a handful of laws in states to stop cities from pursuing these stronger building codes. And um, we just see this fight picking up that this is now taking off in about a dozen states, these laws called preemption to stop cities from adopting more aggressive targets. So Rebecca, one thing you wrote about in your piece is this idea called electrification as another possible way for at least individuals to uh, rethink their gas choices in their home. What is electrification? You're already electrifying your home. If you're buying a water heater that is electric or have a toaster oven that you plug in, that is electrification because you're not relying on the gas line um, that's powering your building or home. So this is key to climate action because our power sector is getting increasingly cleaner powered by renewable sources, while if you rely on a gas line today, you're likely that building will still be relying on that gas hookup 15 to 20 years from now. Hmm. And, and what would an electric home look like more broadly, like at a large scale? Tell me what a full electric home might look like and what kind of difference would that make on climate? Well, the first thing that would look like is a home with an induction stove. This is a newer technology that most Americans aren't familiar with. They're familiar with the technology from maybe the 60s when they say, I hate the electric stove. But induction is much more common in other countries. And from what I've heard in my reporting, people who use it love it. So that's the Mm. start of an electric home. But like I said, there's other smaller ways people are turning to electrifying appliances. And, And I think when we talk about the electric home, Um, We can also start talking about other sectors like our transportation, like when we talk about people buying electric cars, that this is an effort that has to touch on much more than just the stove to begin to um, draw down climate emissions. And for folks who already have gas stoves, is there anything that they can do to reduce their impact on climate? Or is it, you know, the only option effectively to try to electrify as much of their life as possible? Well, the best tip I have is if you're worried about your health, that you should increase the ventilation of your home. So that means if you have it, turning on the fan above Mm. your stove, but also purchasing an air purifier. um, And if you don't even have that, opening a window. It's very important to increase that ventilation. As far as the impact for climate goes, unfortunately, there's less to do there because when we're talking about the climate emissions from the gas stove, we're not just talking about what's in your kitchen, but the entire fossil fuel chain when gas and methane leaks at any point in that process. So we do need to slowly transition away from gas, but there are other ways for people to get involved, like getting involved in local politics and pressing for change. And I think those are the ways people can really express their their opinion. Rebecca Lieber, who knew that stoves would be such a hot topic? Thanks for joining us. You can read more of her work at Vox.com. And thanks so much for joining us this Earth Week. Yeah, thank you. It's great. Send us your thoughts on all things stoves at RicoDaily at Recode.net.